Hey guys and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Liverpool and the Liverpool FC train is steaming along. Another fantastic win for us at home against Sheffield United, a team that we actually uh, didn't do so well against um, when we played away um, at Sheffield uh, earlier this season it was a game where Gini Wijnaldum uh, scored the goal but it was it was almost it was all down to the mistake of Dean Henderson in goal for Sheffield United and we really struggled in that game Sheffield United have proven that they're a very very solid team um, and that they can play a well they can play well uh, particularly away from home and they've actually picked up more points away from home than they have at home uh, kind of just suits their play a little more so it was always going to be a tough game for us but I've been waiting to see a performance um, from us this season. I think other than kind of mainly the City game where we looked, where we, we kind of showed we were the dominant team in the league. Uh, there have been a couple of games that have kind of been up there. I think the City game is one and the Leicester game is another. However, for me, this was the game where we showed why currently we are the best team in the country and why we are dominating the league so well. I think in terms of um, composure on the ball, in terms of finishing, um, yeah, this game for me was just a gear above. Um, and the reason I say that was not because we scored loads of goals or anything like that. It's just that we made everything that is actually really, really difficult against a very good team look so, so easy. Um, we just... Although, you know, even in the analysis, Michael Owen said we didn't really come out of second and third gear, but we didn't need to because we were so fluid and, and so great in second and third gear. Um, and, and pretty much everything was perfect from us in the game, from the early goal to the clean sheet. Um, it was just everything that you expect uh, from a team that is, you know, a big contender to win the title and a team that is is so dominant in the league. Um, and our dominance was shown by a stat that actually was probably one you wouldn't expect from a Liverpool team, particularly in an era where Pep Guardiola is in that league as well. And that is we completed the most passes in a game in Premier League history, um, which watching the game, you kind of got, you know, there was a lot of passing, but you thought there must be other games um, that had more passes than that, particularly from a Pep Guardiola team um, against some of the lesser teams. But no, it was it was us. Um, and an even more interesting stat, which I came across uh, today, was that between Joe Gomez and Virgil van Dijk, they had more passes between those two players alone than the whole of the Sheffield United team. And I think that was that was just down to, to our control of the game. Yes, I think Sheffield United, um, once they conceded early, kind of went into their shell a bit and didn't really, as uh, Chris Wilder said, didn't really lay a glove on us throughout the rest of the game. Um, however... The way we kind of pass the ball around, the way we move the ball so effortlessly, it was just so it was so so good to see. Um, and, and as as I said before, I think that kind of just really showed um, and demonstrated our dominance, uh, both of this game in particular, but also of the league so far. Like no team has been able to lay lay a finger on us really. Um, obviously, Leicester and Aston Villa got very close, uh, and obviously Man U were able to take some points off us. But on the whole. This, for me, was our most dominant performance of the season. And I think that was... It really helped when we get the, when we got the early opening goal. I think we always look uh, a lot more confident when we get a good early goal at home. I think that just gives the, the fullbacks bomb on. Uh, it gives them a field a bit more space. And it just allows us to play the way we want to play. Um, and it was 
the scoring was opened kind of in, in the first 10 minutes um, when a great long ball, and uh, we talked about this in the last episode, about long passes, not long balls. And this was very much a long pass from Virgil van Dijk into Andrew Robertson. And unfortunately, Baldock kind of slipped as he was kind of on the half turn, uh, which was a shame for him. Um, obviously, Dean Henderson made a big mistake in the, in our game against uh, Sheffield United earlier in the season. It was Baldock this time. But uh, it was a real shame for him because I've actually watched a couple of Sheffield United games and he's been really, really impressive. Um, if you've been following the Premier League, you, you you would have seen that he made an absolutely fantastic back heel assist a couple of weeks ago. Um, and he's been looking really solid for them. So that was really unfortunate for them, unfortunate for Sheffield United. But um, yeah, once Robertson got the ball there, he kind of took his time, had the composure to just square the ball beautifully into Mo Salah. He was able to just roll the ball um, under Dean Henderson and uh, that was honestly the best possible start we could have hoped for after the tough game against Wolves um, where we struggled to break them down we weren't necessarily hitting top form um, that was the perfect start that we could have that we could have asked for and and as the first half continued to go on um, we we looked more and more likely to make it 2-0 Sheffield United had maybe one or two shots I think McGoldrick had a shot which which looped over the bar but other than that it was more likely for us um, getting 2-0 than it was for Sheffield United equalising and it was actually just down to Dean Henderson's really really good saves um, that kept us kept us at 1-0 at half time but the second half was for me what impressed me the most um, a couple of seasons ago you know even going into the Brendan Rodgers Brendan Rogers era and the beginning of the Jurgen Klopp era we were quite erratic um, you know even when we were leading games where against teams that we you know we should be beating we just looked a bit kind of nervous and uh, we were giving up possession and um, when you were watching as a fan you never just you never really just felt comfortable watching the team you always thought something was just around the corner um, whether it be a set piece goal that we concede which now is just not a thing for Liverpool like I remember a couple of seasons ago set piece defending was such a big topic for us um, but Virgil van, Dijk, Virgil van Dijk obviously had a big impact on that but we're not talking about that now and we just watching that game I just did not feel nervous one moment um we were controlling the game uh we were passing it well we weren't just passing for passing sake we were we were actually kind of creating space with the passing and the good thing about that is particularly when we score an early goal is that when we're passing the ball around the back like the other team get impatient and they they, they start to press us even if even if their game isn't to press us high up the pitch now, obviously, that puts a bit of pressure on the likes of uh, Henderson, Van Dijk, and Gomez. But what that does do, on the other hand, is open up space in behind for like Salah, Mane, and even Firmino. Um, and we saw that the second goal was a great example of that. You know, Sheffield United uh, pressing a bit, and we were able to just get in, in behind. Um, and Salah and uh, Mane this time it was. Um, able to get the ball it was a kind of a lucky uh what well, was a good save by Dean Henderson actually uh, and luckily for Mane he was able to get back up with his feet and the ball kind of just span on the spot almost uh, and made it very easy for him to uh, slot the ball into the top corner but um yeah I think that that for me is a is a is a sign when we play really well when we're passing like that and we invite the team on and then that just leads leaves loads of uh, space in behind uh, for Salah and Mane to run and kill off games, um, which we've done actually many times this season, and, and Sheffield United yesterday in particular. Um, but the the dominance uh, for me was epitomised by our captain Jordan Henderson. Uh, what what a performance from him this season! Any role he's been given, he's performed it like admirably to the best best of his ability, and he has. 
He's shown and taken on that mantle from Steven Gerrard. And this is the season where we've really seen what Jordan Henderson is all about. When he first came, you know, he wasn't necessarily always the fans' favourite. People already had, people always had, you know, doubts about him. But this season, for me, he is proving why he is one of our best, best players. And important to the team as much as Van Dijk, Alisson and the front three are. Um, and also showing, for me, why he's England's best midfielder. He's better than, than Winks, than Eric Dyer, then Deli Alley, then Ross Barkley, then Mason Mount. For me, he's better than all of them. And the reason he's better than all of them is because this season he showed how he can play the more attacking midfielder role like he was earlier in the season when he was playing on that inside right channel. But since Fabinho's injury, he's actually been even more impressive um, in the kind of number six defensive midfield position, which we actually moved him out of because he wasn't doing so well. Um, But this season, he's got that mentality, he's got that desire... And he has just shown why, one, why he's captain of Liverpool and why he's so important to the team. You know, before there was always talks about, you know, maybe Henderson might drop out of the team. Obviously, the injuries right now have a a part to play in that. But right now, no one is moving Henderson out of the midfield. He is the shoe-in starter in midfield every game. Um, And obviously, he runs like a maniac as well. And so he'd always get back into position. Um, And I just kind of have... No more positives to really say about about Jordan Henderson. Like his performance against Sheffield United was so so impressive, and I think you'd be hard pressed to find, um, you know, a better like all round midfielder in the Premier League at the moment. One that can create chances. Um, obviously, I, I think you know Kevin De Bruyne for me is that is the best at that. But Henderson has the defensive abilities way better than the likes of De Bruyne, and, and I genuinely think he's probably the most complete midfield player in the Premier League right now. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I'm sure some people will disagree with that and some people will be like, ah, it's the Liverpool bias or whatever. But in the form he's in at the moment, uh, I genuinely think no, no midfielder in the Premier League can touch Jordan Henderson. Um, and yeah, to round out this episode, the shout out to Klopp as we always do, um, is going to be around the defense. Now, earlier in the season, there was a kind of the questions of we were winning, but we were conceding and, you know, maybe that was partly down to the Allison injury. Maybe it was down to us changing centre-back partners with Matip getting injured. Um, however, we've been able to build on this partnership, which actually last season started off so promisingly before Joe Gomez's injury, which was this partnership between Gomez and Van Dijk. And I think we've got something like seven con- consecutive clean sheets when those two, when those two have played as, uh, as a centre-back partnership. And for me, that just shows, like how far both of those players have come, like particularly Gomez. Obviously, we always knew Van Dijk was was great, but that relationship has grown so, so well. And Gomez in particular has just been getting better and better. And obviously, one of the things about that's so good about Van Dijk is that he always makes the centre-backs playing with him play so much better. Um, and I think the way Joe Gomez is playing, I think, again, he's a shoo-in for the England team. If he continues to play like this, he will definitely be in the Euro 2020 team um, and in Gareth Southgate's ear. Um, way better than Michael Keane, John Stones. Joe Gomez is playing at the highest level right now. Um, and I think, yeah, and I think when Lovren and Matip do come back from the injury, they will find it very difficult to get back into the team. Um, I think Joe Gomez and Van Dyke have a really good relationship. I talked in the last episode a bit about how Joe Gomez's pace helps, um, particularly with Trent Alexander-Arnold pushing on. Uh, so really, really, really good to see that partnership blossom. Uh, really looking forward to what, how many more clean sheets we can keep. But onwards and upwards is is Everton in the FA Cup next. I was actually speaking with some people today about how crazy it is that there's so many teams in the FA Cup yet that our Merseyside rivals are the ones that we play. But 
Obviously, they'll be looking to impress Carlo Ancelotti. will be looking to get a statement performance and get his Everton reign off uh, to a positive one. However, on our side, obviously looking to continue to continue the winning streak, keep that mentality in the team. Looking forward to maybe seeing Minamino play. Um, but after that FA Cup game, we're back in the Premier League against Tottenham away. Uh, obviously, the Tottenham game uh, was a, kind of a close game for us um, with them taking the lead at Anfield. But Kane's injured, which is could be a huge plus one for us, but a disadvantage for them. Uh, but they've had, a, they've had a bit of a rocky time recently as well. So uh, Jose Mourinho obviously um, always likes to get the best of the bigger teams. So he'll be obviously trying his best to to beat us. But that should be a very, very interesting and close game. So hope you guys are looking forward to that. I, I know I am too. But thank you guys for listening and I'll catch you on another episode.